Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Fireteam Chat, the first episode of 2019. CJ doesn't know. I have a new cell phone. (laughs) So that's good. Welcome to the first episode of the year, everybody. Joining me today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Sean Finnegan. Off to a great start. (laughs) Exactly. And Stephen Rue. What's up? What's up? Guys, thank you for joining me in the studio. And thank you for joining us for this uh, episode where we don't have a Bungie weekly update. So we kind of got together. We did a little bit of a stream last night. Myself, CJ, and Sean were all playing a little bit. Yep. You were streaming? Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember. You were talking to people, and I was like, who is he talking to? Asking the community what to talk about. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about what weapons we like. We're going to talk about what we're chasing, uh, our favorite class in Destiny 2 and why, along with a few other fun topics to discuss within the world of Destiny. So let's start with the chase. What are you guys grinding for? Sean, we'll start with you because I know you've been – you were chasing a certain weapon last night. Which one and why? Still am. Oh. Uh, I'm chasing Hammerhead, the machine gun from the Volander Forge because yeah. – I haven't gotten Feeding Frenzy Rampage yet. I've gotten mm-hmm. Feeding Frenzy basically every other combination that sucks Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at this point. I did it eight times last night and still haven't gotten it. The reason I really like this machine gun is, I I mean, one, I love Thunderlord. I use Thunderlord a lot. I think all of us use Thunderlord a lot. Right. Yeah. But in PvP, it's hard to put on Thunderlord uh, in competitive or quick play or Iron yeah. Banner because you're – Pretty reliant on Ace of Spades. Yeah. If you don't have Not Forgotten or Luna's Howl, which I don't. So I use Ace of Spades, which means I got to give that exotic slot to that hand cannon. So I'm chasing that hammerhead. Yep. The people who have that hammerhead uh, machine gun, like it's such a great machine gun. And so I've just been on that grind lately. Nice. Well, and uh, what makes it special? Why is it powerful? Explain for people that may not know. Well, I mean, like a lot of it has to do with the perks, right? So Feeding Frenzy, you know, when you get a kill and you reload, you reload way fast. And then obviously when you activate Rampage, that decreases the number of bullets it takes to kill a Guardian in PvP from like, I think it's either three or four to two when you have Rampage active, which just makes you that much more efficient. And for a machine gun where you have like... A heavy brick is what thirty five, forty bullets or something Sounds like about right. that. Oh, I don't know for yeah. I don't know for machine gun. Yeah, but like there's a good chunk. It just basically makes you way more efficient. So and it gives you the potential to kill way more guardians. So that's why I'm going after it. In PVE, I don't see myself using it all that much um, because you know Thunder when are Lord. you not? Yeah, when are you not going to use Thunderlord or yeah. I have Thousand Voices or, or obviously or... Whisper? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're usually usually using those in PVE, but. For PvP, which is what I'm, you know, grinding for right now, that hammerhead is really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, kind of doing the odds and ends on all of my subclasses that I haven't really had time to work on yet. Like getting my warlock to 650 is mm. one of my tasks for go. this week, and we were doing a lot of the the weekly reset things. Yep. Uh, there, are, there are a lot of different avenues. Like the first thing I, I worked on was the black armor, black 
Armory armor. Armor looks good. Yeah, yeah. Really I got a full set on my Titan. I want to make sure I get it for my Hunter and Warlock also. Yep. I think the Hunter set's probably my favorite. But uh, yeah, That's good. so that that was kind of like my grind. That's what I've been grinding towards. No weapons specifically. Too. No weapons really. I would like to get a good roll on Blast Furnace. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have I have one with Drop Mag and Kill Clip. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Like it, it's, <laughs> yeah. but obviously, yeah, it's probably the best roll I've gotten on that weapon. And yeah, so besides Blast Furnace, though, uh, I got a pretty good roll on Hammerhead. It's not the one with Rampage, but I do have a Rampage roll, but it doesn't have Feeding Frenzy. Mm-hmm. It, you got to get that perfect, perfect balance between those two. So I got something that's okay, but I, I don't feel the need to to chase a God roll because I have Thunderlord, and I'm really, really happy with that. I get what you're saying about. The PvP. Yeah, and that's where I mostly am using it. Are you not are do you already have like the the pinnacle weapons? Like or pinnacle the is that what they're called? The crucible ones? Yeah. The not forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't Luna's do that. Out. I didn't do that grind at all. I don't want to play comp. If anybody has watched <laughs> me stream PvP, A, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Last <laughs> night. I, I am not good at PvP. <laughs> yeah, it, it is pretty rough. Oh, you did pretty yeah. good. We we played a few rounds and the one comment was my favorite. It's like, uh, how do I watch CJ's yeah. angle? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually did good. When Steven's there and, yeah. and Sean, we kind of compete for the top spot. So I like had a moment where I was like, yeah, Luna's Howl. But, I um, hopped in for literally 10 seconds yesterday yeah. the best in the street. And the first thing or the only thing I saw was him shoot a rocket and it hit a teammate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, I got the rocket lock on. A blueberry. Boop. It was, it was I've funny. never seen that happen before. Uh, and I was tracking like, rocket, wow, right? that was impressive. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Yeah. Impressively disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, it I was just, a very fun. I just unlocked uh, Luna's Howl. It's pretty solid. I don't have not forgotten. And what I mean, was the gun you unlocked? I think you mentioned it a, a Luna's Howl. Have you guys heard of this weapon? Yeah. When I was playing last night with them, I was like, yeah, guys, this Luna's Howl. I don't know. if. It, oh, you don't have it. It's uh, <laughs> but it is one of those grindy things. And I agree with Steven. Like comp is a bit of a grind. You do have to have the right set of people. But I appreciate appreciate those weapons are there not forgotten is what like 50 54 50 54 50 so to actually get to that point to get not forgotten is the next thing in my brain to try to do but comp anywhere above like 3000 is super sweaty it's crazy sweaty so uh that's the goal i don't know if i'll do it but luna's house is really good have you heard of this Luna? <laughs> CJ, CJ likes to bring it up every chance he yeah, can get. Yeah, that good. I, got ju- this, I just this got this it, so though it, it took a it took a long time, and I appreciate that the the stats that you had carried over the seasons. Uh, a broadsword, actually, I almost have as well too. So, oh, right, nice. that, yeah, I'm like four bounties away, and then I can pick that up. But again, we were talking about it, and it's just, top? Are you? Um, are you going to go? No, that's the thing. I'm I won't not... get Mountaintop out of principle. Well, so there you go. <laughs> Mountaintop what? for it's me. A grenade, grenade launcher. The grenade launcher. Yeah, I actually have a really good play of the game with like Prox Mines and uh, Snapshot and all that stuff. I don't mind grenade launchers, but I get from a PvP standpoint that they do feel cheap. I still think that that's an ammo nerf thing. I don't think that they should be removed. Steven, I know you've had the conversation where you're like, I just don't like the archetype in general. Steven has said, and I quote, I wish they'd never been introduced in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, did Which you feel, I, that, yeah, did you feel that, that way in the beta? Because I, I felt like in the beta that they were almost useless, but I don't know what roles we had in the beta. Like, I don't know how many times I would shoot well, one in the I'm beta. I'm pretty sure I've said on the show that I think it's impossible to hit people in the air with a grenade launcher. I don't know when that changed, though. Oh, yeah. Well, you remember that? Play of the game, right? Yeah. The only yeah. thing I remember about the beta is the Warlock Rifts doing damage. <laughs> Oh, right. yeah. and I was, th- I was thinking, like, yeah. what? This yeah. thing heals and does damage? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a warlock main. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah. But no, I'm not, I'm not uh, grinding for that. I mean, that's funny that you say that out of principle because it is one of those things. Yeah. I think the mountaintop, I don't get killed by it that often yet. So it's other people maybe aren't getting it or I've seen a few people kill it. To be honest, it's not, the gun isn't like overpowered or like insane or anything. It's just annoying that like when you're in a gunfight and then you just get one shot. Like, yeah. It's not that overpowered, but like when it happens to you, it's like, God, that's so cheesy. Yeah. I, I don't think they're very fun to use, the grenade launchers. They're, they're, like, they're sort of like, you have the ones that'll bounce and then you can hold the detonate yeah. them. Yeah. Or like, like there's – it's just depending on which grenade launcher you have, it's either yep. easiest thing in the world to kill someone or the hardest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prox Mines is like you have to have it on there. But Does anybody have Anarchy, the one from the raid? I got Anarchy, yeah. Oh, is, nice. it, is that fun? It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. In but the, but yeah. more way. PvE, right, probably? Like you, like you shoot a bunch of those mines on the floor and they mm-hmm. connect and they – it's, it's like I used it in control and sometimes like when you melt bo- bosses, but like I'd still rather have Thunderlord. Yeah. Or a thousand voices or a spindle or, yeah, or any, whisper. any of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. It's fun though. Yeah. It's yeah. Fun. yeah. I just don't know if, uh, I don't know if it makes PVP better is the thing. Like, like grenade launchers. Or? Yeah. And I know I'm on, I know I'm one of those guys who like fights for the purity of competitive experiences. Cause I come from counter-strike, which has no, like everyone uses the same weapons. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just can't. I can't think of in including Destiny. Well, I was just about to say including Destiny One, but there were no grenade launchers back then. Uh, I just can't think of a grenade launcher that I would love to use. I don't think they're really interesting or fun interesting. personally. Play the game. I mean, it means, yeah, play the game with Randy. But is that more fun than like? No, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I mean, you remember the brute shot from Halo Two? Yeah. Did you like that? Well, yeah, but I, I like Halo not. 2. I did not like the boot shot. I think most wow. people didn't. It was one of those weapons that was it there. It looked cool. Though. It looked cool. But when yeah. you got into a confrontation with that weapon, you're like, uh-oh, uh, because you knew that you could fire off like shots really quickly. It was so. cool meleeing with it. It's cool meleeing yes. at the end. Yeah. It's like the, the, the end blade. It. it was yeah, the, the proto, proto-Icolos, dude. Yeah. But, uh, um, what are you on the chase for, CJ? You got, you got your – what was the weapon again? I forgot the name. Lunas Howl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Not Forgotten is the next thing that's kind of in the back of my mind, but I know that that comp grind is going to be really difficult. Uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, when you were away the titles thing. Uh, Unbroken is the next thing I want to go for. That mm. unfortunately Ugh. requires doing you know that legendary in comp for three seasons in a row, and it sucks that I can't actually get that for that reason because I didn't do it for the first two seasons. But I pretty much have everything else almost unlocked except for that. So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, titles are, the, are another cool thing. And I mean, Dredgen, I'm going for that one now too. Mm-hmm. I'm not too compelled by the seal chase only because I think I have so many other things to work towards. Yeah. And over break, I, I realized like uh, Destiny does an excellent job of giving you these mini objectives to continually chase. And that's yeah. why you why I keep signing on. Yeah. Like we were doing uh, the dawning event, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. And I found out that like, oh, I'm actually really close to unlocking – all of uh, the things for the the bike to be fully upgraded, yeah, yeah. right? Like I was like I was like two hundred <laughs> away. Bike, yeah. <laughs> the sleigh, the yeah. sleigh, the sleigh sparrow. <laughs> and uh, I know it's goofy, but I was like, oh well, I I could level up my alts and I could chase the armor from Black Armory, and I'm just gonna get rewarded for doing that anyway. I might as well finish off yeah. the bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew what you meant. But here's a question for you, Destin. Of all those things you're chasing, mm-hmm. do any of them display outwardly <laughs> to other players all the time in any activity? There it is. Because that's why titles are awesome. The, the armor. Dredge and Finnegan. Okay, well, the armor, sure. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do like title start reason. Sean's right. We were saying how there's this bit of a external pride, like – 
you know, inflate the chest, which Sean Finnegan seems to enjoy doing. Yeah, which one did you um, get? You know, Dredgen. <laughs> it was my name on Twitter for a while there too. Dredgen Is Finnegan. Not anymore. Dredgen Finnegan. No, I changed it because uh, I was uh, I was tweeting with Scott Derrickson and uh, who I forget. Oh, uh, Philip Lord, the guy uh, Chris Miller, Philip Lord, the guys who did the Lego Movie. I was like, I should change my name to my real name. <laughs> so they're like, who is this dredging idiot? <laughs> uh, anyway, Unbroken yeah. Finnegan. I don't know. I think the titles are – to me, they're the most compelling chase right now because of that. They're exclusive. They're hard to get. And they sound really cool. And they display all the time. Yeah. yeah. Stephen over here is three. Yep. Yeah. Four. Sure. four. So oh, is that yeah. what you're on the chase for? Your last seal that you want to get? Uh, I'm on the chase for – so I got I, – I want the Rampage Feeding Frenzy Hammerhead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want a feeding frenzy kill clip, uh, blast furnace. I have, yeah. I have outlaw kill clip and feeding frenzy rampage, but I want feeding frenzy cl- uh, kill clip. Which one is blast furnace again? You have outlaw like rampage on which is I have outlaw the kill clip. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I have outlaw kill clip and nice. then feeding frenzy rampage, but I want outlaw. Was it your first drop? It was. Actually. Oh, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. want feeding frenzy, uh, kill clip for PVP. Yeah. Um, and then what else am I chasing? <laughs> you probably have the least of any of us to chase. Do you have not forgotten? I do have not forgotten. Yeah. Um, I do have Mountaintop now. I'm at 4,300 on Glory. So wow. I, just, I just need 1,200 more. I, I want to get back to competent at PvP because, like, <laughs> right now I'm abysmal. And it's, I would like to get to so competent. So the thing is, like, I don't really like comp. <laughs> it's But when you're with... Yeah, it's players. Uh, with, when team. you're with a good group and you never get countdown, it's fun. Countdown is, let's be real, it is the worst. <laughs> it's not fun. Countdown. Uh, it makes it so countdown that. Countdown or survival? What? Which do you like? I'd rather play survival. I'd the, rather the play survival. At least. The problem with yeah. countdown is like, you can either get a team wipe and win, mm-hmm. and then you can get, you can do well. You can like get more elims than the other team, but like, if they plant the bomb or whatever, like, mm-hmm. did you know if you plant the bomb and then you guys trade the per- the team that planted the bomb wins? Yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. it's like things like that. And then like, I feel like it takes way too long to defuse the bomb. Yes, and it, in a fast paced game like Destiny right now, it's I. So that's interesting you say that because I don't think I've ever had a bomb explode and win. Like I think it's. It's pointless to try and plant the bomb because it doesn't actually force the team to go for a defuse because you can defuse it basically every time. Well, that the way I look at it. A strategy for me. Uh, like the bomb timer itself is so long that. Yeah, you can go from each point on the map and potentially there doesn't seem like there's any. I would actually love to know what the actual bomb timer is. Like it's maybe. Long. Yeah, but it feels like it's an well, they eternity. It. They shortened it, actually, uh, in one of the past updates, didn't they? I think so, a while back. Yeah, it was a while back. I don't either. I just like, don't think it works in a game like Destiny. Like, it doesn't. Like, last season, we were running four Sentinel Tines, and every <laughs> time we had Super, we'd pop the bubble yep. on, yeah. on the bomb and just, just plant it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so exactly. I wouldn't mind that as a strat if it was if it was – if it, if it works similar to Counter-Strike, where in Counter-Strike, you plant the bomb knowing that it forces the enemy team to come in 
pretty quickly and diffuse it because you can't just let it sit there beeping. Mm-hmm. It'll blow up and you will lose the round. I, I would use that as a strategy because it would funnel everybody into this one space where you could you know, have a bit of an engagement. Well, that's exactly the what the terrorists do is they plant the bomb and then they do not engage or they just watch angles. Like yeah. it's the stupidest thing if you're a terrorist in Counter-Strike and you plant the bomb and then try and go fight someone, your teammate gets angry at you because why fight? Like they have to come to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Destiny doesn't force the enemy team to do that because the bomb timer is so long. Yeah. And I found like you can still just – oh, they planted the bomb. It doesn't matter. Just still try and kill them anyway. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with the bomb later. Yeah. And the other thing is, yeah, if you kill them – there's um, just like there's just too many abilities in Destiny for a, a mode like that. Like if you plant the bomb and then stall for a bit and then just throw like uh like a pulse grenade or a, mm-hmm. a solar grenade on it, yeah. you can't defuse it. Yeah, so it's just like <laughs> it also makes the defuse not a tactical decision because guess yeah. what? You can defuse and shoot at the same time. Yeah, that, like that, that is. The stupidest, <laughs> the stupidest but, thing. But that's what people are. How are you defusing the bomb also. if you're shooting it's your gun? Tech, yeah. Well, yeah. Tech, okay. With you your ghost. it's your ghost. With your ghost. Oh, exactly. that's even your dumber. Ghost. That's uh, even dumber. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, I just don't like the mode. But. Yeah. Also, it would even a small change like you don't alternate sides every round, like defend and attack. But see, I think that they, would be even more. They did better. that for a reason because when we were having trials, people wanted that. Like I initially wanted that because it felt like, especially on Burning Shrine, there was an advantage to spawning inside versus outside. It was harder to see and, and vi- or vice versa, right? I did I did like that. But with Countdown, yeah, it changes it too much that it just, yeah, there's too many mechanics. I, game, I miss elimination. The gameplay feels very broken up. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel very, Destiny is at its best when it's fluid and active and you're always doing something and always changing your direction of attack and defend yeah. and whatever on the fly. Countdown's very much like not that. It's it's to the point like when you're flying in and you can tell what map you have. Some oh. maps are always countdown. It's just like you hear the entire Discord go like, "Oh, oh God, yeah. dang it!" <laughs> um, so over over break, there was a lot going on. Did you guys get a chance to play the dawning? Yeah. Like, did you mess around a little with it bit. very much? Did you do that chase for avalanche? I got avalanche. I didn't do much else. Did you get a good roll on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I got avalanche with uh, yeah, feeding frenzy, and uh, I think it's feeding frenzy snapshot. Not the greatest, but yeah. I mean, for me, I like I like to be able to engage that really quickly. I got my slide shot rampage roll, so oh, I'm there sad. Thirty. <laughs> I really got that as a roll. Uh, <laughs> how many times did you grind it out? Uh, quite a few because I ended up having all the essence, so yes. I just baked treats for Banshee yeah. and kept delivering to him, and then every once in a gotcha. while you get it. So, um, so did you like it? Because from the comments that I've seen, or no, like the actual, like, um, you know, the oven baking and all that stuff, like a lot of people were commenting on the fact that they actually did enjoy that part of it and thought maybe that there was like a window to crafting or doing some kind of, you know, weapon forging in that light or something like that. It was interesting to me because to me, I saw this as Bungie experimenting with the idea of crafting through sort of a fun event. And I was like, oh, maybe they could do something here. Like I could see this in the future becoming something bigger than just baking treats for people around the tower this mm-hmm. could possibly be a way to grind for uh specific weapons from each vendor or something like that yeah. like you bring them something and then they're like oh i crafted a thing for you yeah. but i would worry that it would turn into right now what's going on with banshee where i have three thousand gunsmith materials that i just never turn into him yeah because i'm like why i have all his guns like you i know gotta, you should uh you should use those on the ada mods on the Ada mod? Yeah. Or yeah. you can or you can buy mod components from Ada. 
Yeah. On the second page. A lot of people don't know that surprisingly. Dude, that second mm-hmm. page, yeah. I didn't know it about like uh, <laughs> There you go. Any, Point proven. Eververse. No, for a little while I didn't know it about Eververse. There's a, there's a second page. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I didn't know what was the Solstice of Heroes thing initially as well too. You had to tab over to get bounties and you're like, yeah. what? There's another page? Yeah. And it doesn't make it super clear, but um Yeah, um a uh, small piece of feedback when I finish building a weapon frame don't make me go back to Ada. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, it's like, an so odd quest step. I honestly think, cause when you finish a weapon frame, you get that frame and then you get that blue cube yeah, item. Yeah. I honestly, matrix I honestly think thing. it's like a, a system thing. Like something in their system can't, no. you don't think so? Like, no. Like you think it's like, an, it's like a code engineer. Yeah. Like thing. I don't think like, intentionally they, they wanted us to go to Ada. See, I don't know about that. I was actually talking with Teddy. We were playing a little bit last night, and as I was grinding it out, that's the only part of it that I was like, okay, I think we've talked about the quest step leading up to it. Maybe mm-hmm. not the greatest, but the actual grind of once you open up the forge and you do it again and again, that's the only thing I was like, oh, yeah, it sucks. I got to go back to Ada and then go back to no, the forge No, it does again. suck. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah that's the part I don't understand. I was thinking like it's yeah. it has to be something It's like odd. Right? Yeah. <sighs> No. <laughs> I just I don't think it's that hard to have to like fly back there and no it's turn not it in. so like you're standing by the forge more no I then get you it. have to go to the tower <laughs> yes, that and is, then you have to fly back to so, the forge it's that's, so that's hard so to press M and just go to the traveler and then press you, M you know again what it's more about back. it's more about the loading times yeah because like sometimes yeah. you get caught in that loading loop yeah. and you're just kind of yeah. like all right I'm gonna go do the forge I think it's more more likely than it being like a code or a system thing they're more just like how do we get this NPC that no one even knows. Who she is or what she's doing. But she doesn't involved. even say anything. But yeah, no, but she does say you. stuff. Like there was, I was, sti- I was standing next to her the other, uh, yesterday. No, not when you turn it in. No, but I mean, like she says stuff. Like she's like, I heard you, or I, th- I thought you and Kate were. You must be very close. Like, I'm sorry for your losses. I was like, oh, that's yeah. She says a lot of interesting felt, stuff. I yeah, guess. but it's like Fenchurch. Yeah. You're just gonna hear it day after day after day. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, okay. <laughs> I I got to tell a funny story while we're talking about that. My buddy Neko. The other day, we're just in Discord chilling, and he goes, who the heck is Fentress? Where have I heard that name before? <laughs> and, I, and I laughed because I thought he was joking. Like, yeah, and I was first. like, you don't know who Fentress is? And he's like, no, what is that from? And I was like, it's it's Eververse's uncle. She always says something about Ever- – uh, Fenchurch, and he like subconsciously blocked it out. He, <laughs> <laughs> because never made the connection. Yeah. And then he goes, it's from Destiny? And I'm going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because when you're at the Postmaster, it's all you hear. Yeah, you're it's like, all you hear. Fenchurch. Yeah, you're like, Fenchurch yeah. today. And, um, and I just spawned into the tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's about how long it would have taken. Yeah. But it, but it's weird. PC, I mean, this is us being a little elitist in that way. PC slow times are much faster. I don't I don't know what it is on console. I would imagine they put the actual landing zone in that area for that reason because it does just eliminate a little bit more of the time to actually walk over that section. All the oh, Tata, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know why that would be there uh, besides, yeah, maybe being some kind of system functionality. That I'm, actually, I'm actually super excited for next week is uh, we get the Niobe Labs. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so you know how you're talking about Ada talking. I got all the lore pages for mm-hmm. uh, the Black Army. And when you get all of them, uh, she has like a little cutscene where she talks to you. And so if you don't know the story about Ada, her mother is the founder of the Black Armory. And Ada used to be her daughter. Well, she is her daughter. But she got, an, I think, like guardians attacked and like fatally injured Ada. So she turned Ada into an Exo 
and then the letters. It's basically a handwritten letter from the mom to Ada saying, you're actually my daughter. You were a human one time, blah, blah. And she has this uh, realization and she died in the Niobe labs. And that's where we're going next week. Oh. And so like maybe her skeleton's there or something. But um, that'd be super depressing. Those are one of the Ahankara bones. Yeah. Dark. Dark. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And next week is the curse week, the strongest curse week, right. which means you can go uh, to the queen. After again from the Oh, uh, snap. And the last time pulled we were at pork. the queen, yeah. good old pulled pork. Yeah. And then she was gone, right? Yeah, she wasn't there. So I'm like, yeah. I, I'm actually pretty excited for Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like this kind of. This goes back to that sort of like in-game storytelling that we've been harping on. Yeah. Like it's actually pretty cool how they're integrating the story elements. Like it's light, right? Yeah. Like it takes some time to get there. And when you get there, you're getting like little cutscenes or sort of mm-hmm. little pieces of the story. But they're pretty significant. Yeah. I like that. It's better than what we'd gotten before where, I don't know, in most of Destiny Year One, in Destiny One and in Destiny Two Year One. It was like, all grimoire. I mean it was just – I don't think anyone had any idea what anything was about or what anyone was yeah. doing yeah. or for why. Yeah, I, re- I really like what they did with Forsaken with the continually evolving Dreaming City and these narrative beats that they've managed to string out for, for this period of time. Yeah. We just got the pulled pork cut scene finally yeah. that everybody got to experience. And I'm, I'm really curious where they're going to go with that. Makes me excited for the future. Like the idea of a Destiny universe and story that – evolves week to week and constantly so that maybe a year from now it's like in a wildly different place like that sounds awesome yeah yeah i I mean i like it too but i i I will call out bungie though still if you didn't read the pull poor grimoire off site or read the like read the card would you have known that that was pull pork yeah. Probably not, right? Yeah. Also, if you didn't get all the lore tabs for the Black Army, would you have known Ada was the daughter of the founder and no. that she was mm-hmm. killed in the Niobe Labs? You wouldn't. So yeah. there's they're doing better, but there's still that disconnect, I think. So here's a question for you. As like uh, you know, none of us are game designers, but like if something is desirable, so story, for instance, for your audience or for your gamers, isn't it better to incentivize them to attain that stuff through the game? Yes, but rather if, than put it in there just like a cutscene. But for like the black armory tabs, it's all RNG. Yeah, that does suck. So mm-hmm. it's like you're RNGing your to, story <laughs> to find out about Ada. Yeah. In terms of black armory, the pool pork thing, I I I don't, I don't actually don't know how you get that grimoire card. But if you don't get it and you see that cutscene, you have like no idea what's going on except that Aldrin's alive, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess that's not as important, but. I think with the Niobe Labs and the Ada thing, I think that's a huge piece of information that you're missing out. You know, th- there's a few uh, investment things, investment in story, uh, enhancement cores, which have been really yeah. strange and like odd design decisions that have sort of kind of confused us as as yeah. players. Uh, like tying story to RNG is bizarre. Like, why would you do that? Like, why wouldn't you make it obtainable? But um, some of the stuff that they've done really well, and I- I've criticized Lost Sectors many times on on the show. I, I my favorite part of the Black Armory quest was when they reworked three of the lost sectors to make them more challenging, to add harder enemies, to add trip mines and such in there. And while it was frustrating, the strike mission on the third forge mm-hmm. that was uh, where it increased the the difficulty and is almost like you kind of have to play it solo because the only way to match match make with somebody is that they have to have that quest step. They have to be at that part yeah. in order to do it with a, a teammate. Um, 
that that one I'm I sort of have mixed feelings about because I'm like okay well like yes I like the challenge of doing it solo but it, it seems odd that you would allow this but only in this very specific instance and there's no way to matchmake or anything for it yeah, yeah but, I, uh, I can't I can't that one's sort of like a clean slate because they did sort of this weird thing but I, I enjoy the difficulty of it so yeah it's no, I, be mad I, I'm with you I, I enjoy the difficulty of yeah, the quest. Same. It's just on the second and third time. It's just yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. The character thing. I, I actually was going to mention that as well, too. Like after getting there and seeing just some of these different things on Nessus, I think it is cool that they got a chance to create these new because I do like that in games where you go by these areas and you're like, oh, was this here before? I didn't notice yeah. this or, oh, cool. Now I'm like in the middle of Nessus on these platforms and you're looking back and you're like, wow, this is kind of neat. And those little elements I think are really are really good. And if they lean more into those kind of things with the evolution of the game and the different worlds, mm-hmm. it is cool because a lot of this – you didn't explore a lot of these worlds outside of the drop zone. Drop in, spare location. Yeah, go by. It is a nice way to kind of like look around and actually see a different perspective of the worlds and engage in some of the content. Yeah, the whole lost sector thing is really important for me because to me they've been the the most underutilized space. Yes, and the fact that you just run in, you melt the boss, and then you run out. You, I go to the Mars one regularly now for my radiant seeds when I'm powering up yep. my uh, weapon frame or whatever. Yeah, and uh, I go to the old raid and get the yellow bars when I need twenty five of those skills. I'm like, <laughs> it's yeah. probably the fastest way to do it. Yeah. Unless Unless I happen yeah. to end up in escalation protocol, like far along, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of neat that I'm exploring this old content over and over again uh, in in a new way. But the the positive is that they they reworked lost sectors in a, in a positive way. Yep. that they're re, they're utilizing old content, but they're making it interesting again, and that's what I've always wanted from their events. Yeah, so I was really really happy about that. Well, Teddy and I were talking about that as well too. Like that's I think the problem if we were going to go back and go, what are we missing in Destiny Two that we don't have right now? Um, and faction rallies, I think that was the challenge. Like the fact that you could do that stuff in lost sectors was the issue. Like dawning, I think for the most part we enjoyed because as you're playing the game, you just got that stuff. Yeah. Imagine if you had to go to a lost sector every time to just get dawning stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be frustrating. It feels like, you know, what's the purpose of doing this? So if they reworked faction rallies or something like that where you felt like you were just getting it or, you know, for your team whenever, I think it'd be a lot better. Yeah. Uh, the final question, and we were kind of talking about this last night for, for fun, and I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts about why. Pick one class and tell me why it's your favorite in Destiny Two specifically, mm. subclass De- or class? Cla- like what character type? Hunter, Titan, or Warlock? And then the reasons, and if, yeah, with the class. and your reasons, or like if you have a specific subclass that you really like. Because in Destiny One, I was Warlock, and near the end of Destiny One, I was Hunter. With Destiny Two, for me, I had to think about it for a while, but I think Titan is my favorite because of Melting Point, basically. And everything's OP. And- and that's the only reason. <laughs> well, actually, super wise, I think the Titan is the least OP out of all the classes right now because of Hunter with the, the blade yeah, that can just spe- go on Spectral forever. Spectral is so, so broken, dude. And yeah, the Warlock that just does the Nova, yeah. <laughs> Novix explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I think uh, Titan is my favorite just because of the versatility. I like the movement mechanics of the character the most. Yeah. And uh, that I like using shoulder charge as a movement thing. I was really upset when they – they Nerf made it that. like rubber band. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, yeah, that was a mistake. We don't even know why we did that. Or like if you have <laughs> downward momentum, you just go down. And yeah. yeah. Drop. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're going down, I like that you can use shoulder charge and cancel out the fall damage. To a point. Really? Yeah. Like in really, really big drops. Mm-hmm. Like uh, It'll still hurt. Um, 
the the second jump from the top level of Riven all the way down to the bottom where you fight Riven, oh, yeah, that's yeah. too long of a drop. If you shoulder charge at the last second, you've just been falling straight down, you'll still just hit the ground. Like, you won't <laughs> die, but, yeah. like, it won't Big shoot jamming. you out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite, Sean? I am a Titan at heart. I was a Titan in Destiny 1 beta. I was a Titan all through Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. Like, I am a Titan. I am a Titan of the, what is it? The first pillar. Uh, uh, that said, like, I played, uh, my alt was a hunter in Destiny 1, and I have an alt hunter in Destiny 2, but I don't play it all that much right now. I just don't have the time. But I like Titans a lot because, um, one, I think they've always had the most interesting exotics, like uh, wep- uh, armor. Like I thought in Destiny One, Twilight, uh, Garrison. Twilight Garrison was awesome. Yeah. Um, that was such a fun exotic. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, like so Syntheseps in early Destiny Two. Now I love. Uh, I just got Heart of Inmost Light, which for PVE is really good, it's but amazing. obviously One Eyed Mask. And yeah. then yeah. One Eyed Mask is so overpowered. This is actually a really good point you made up. You you made uh, on Discord the other day. But what does it do? What does it do? Oh, One Eyed Mask is a helm. Get this. If someone shoots you like an enemy, like a PVE or PVP enemy, it marks them so that you can see them through walls and stuff. And then when you kill them, you get an overshield and bonus damage. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. So you get, you get bonus damage when they're marked, not after. Yeah. So, so like during the fight, you have bonus damage. So this happens all the time. Someone will shoot me in the back. I'll jump behind a corner and I can see them now. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's I'll gross. just wait for the, I'll sit there and I'll wait for them to try and push me because they think they have the advantage, right? They shot me. I'm down, but I'm sitting there with a the shotgun just waiting for them to pop around the corner and then I'll just bust them in the face. But it does they, show that I think it says hunted, right? It does say you're marked. It says you're marked, marked for vengeance. So yeah. you should know that you're marked. Yeah. But the point is it's really OP and it's so OP that like other OP exotics like, um, uh, Skullfort. What's that oh, called? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, insurmountable Skullfort. Insurmountable Skullfort, another Titan Helm. That's like a tier one, top tier no exotic. One talks no one even talks about it. No because, one talks about it. For a shoulder charge? Uh, you get that's, your shoulder charge yeah. and you get your health back if you're on a Striker Titan. Yeah. yeah. In Striker Titan. Oh, I use it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I love shoulder oh, charging everybody. It's, it's so, it's so, you can shoulder charge, get a kill, start it again, shoulder yeah. charge, get a kill. And as long as you get the kill, it, mm-hmm. re-give, it gives it's you amazing. that stuff back. Yeah. yeah. That was fun uh, with a shoddy. <laughs> it's really, really good. It's also really good in Gambit. So, um, so here, real quick, I want to interrupt you because when we say it's gross, I'm my mind is thinking PvP, but these things are awesome in Gambit and PvE. Yeah, right. Like it, it is oh, super fun to use. Getting my shoulder charges as kills during that quest step for the, I think it was the third forge. You have to get seventy five melee, melee kills. kills. Oh right? yeah, it counts. Yep. So you hit during a public event and it kills like five yeah. enemies. Yep. Nice. It went by super fast and it was <laughs> yep. super fun. Must be nice. But then I did it on the hunter. Hunters are just stabbed. and I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thankfully Teddy told me he's like, go to this lost sector here yeah. and that's your best place to do it. It was about three runs, four like, melees for a kill. Yeah, the thing is like when you, yeah when you say gross, when you say imbalanced, overpowered, like it's actually fine in PVE. Because yeah. everyone loves to be overpowered in PVE, exactly. right? It's yeah. when you're fighting another guardian and you feel like you couldn't have done anything <laughs> to avoid getting wrecked. Yeah. That's when it sucks. Yeah. So that's why I like Titans. I also just, like you said, I love the traversal mechanics of like uh, shoulder charge. I love the movement. Um, I like all of the abilities in all of this. In all of the uh, what's your favorite subclass? I mean, the one I run most is the solar subclass. Like. Hammers, yeah. obviously, yeah. because melting points just so necessary for PVE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in PVP too, obviously, it's a shoulder charge, so yeah. one shots anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, for those reasons. But even then, like, 
all throughout Destiny 1, I thought Titans were the one class that all of their supers, uh, all of their subclasses were good. There was there were times in like – Yeah, well, we do arms. have our little T-Rex <laughs> arms. Uh, there were times when I felt other classes like had a definitely weaker subclass, you know? Yeah. So Titans never had that weakness for me. In my perspective. What about you, CJ? Hunter. Yeah, I don't have. <laughs> you've always, you've always been a hunter. So here's the thing. Then Ask I, him what his first character slot is. Okay, I was just about to say <laughs> yeah. that. So when Destiny Two started out, I I poured everything on console, so it was the way that I think it should be: Hunter, Titan, Warlock. And Destiny Two for PC, I was clean slate. So I was like, it's gonna try Titan right now. And then Steven's like, oh, but you're a hunter main. And I was like, well, I'll just make the hunter next. He's like, yeah, but then the order will be messed up. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> it is. And now I just, like, have PTSD about deleting the character. So I'm like, I have it in the wrong order. So. Just delete it. Even yeah, if I is, wasn't it, Titan. is it leveled up? Level? Uh, like, no, it's only like 300. I did so, level up. Yeah, then what do you do? Oh, oh, okay, you can okay. skip the story now, though. No, that's the problem because you have you to can't redo argue it with him. I've, over t- I've again. talked to him about Steven. So. Why do you have to do it over again? You can't convince him. Because, you, because what happens is I want to play mostly PvP with these characters, mm-hmm. but all these raids and other things that I would like to do, also, you pretty much have to beat most of the campaigns with them in order to do them. And I don't want to do all this. No, you get, a, you get the, the, the spark of light with one. Once you skip light. it, right? Yeah, with one. One. And so that's what I mean. I'm going to have to do it. Anyways, all I'm saying is I really want Bungie to create this thing on the interface that just allows Bungie. you to order them. Literally in a only space. you in the community wants or needs. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I want it. Anyways, I made a Titan. I regretted it because in my Titan armor, I looked in the mirror and I saw Hunter. Uh, yeah. And so I'm a, I'm a Hunter for life. Um, the, uh, the Spectral Blades is pretty crazy right now. Um, I always was a quiver. They called me the Quiver King. That was what I said. Only really? you called Who? yourself. I called quiver myself King. the Quiver King that. in Destiny One. Yeah. Listen, Steven, you guys know what I would I'm talking not about. call myself. That. No, they stop don't. that. Stop that. No, no, anyways, no. anyways, uh, oh I feel bad that all this time I was quivering people in Destiny One. I get like three shots because I love the feeling of that. It basically, please help the Quiver King out. Please make Quiver better. Don't help the Quiver. Please make fan art of the Quiver King. Do not make quiver, it easier for him to quiver call right now. That. There's some there's some triumphs Please. in quiver where you can it's like kill somebody thirty uh, meters away. Get a double kill with quiver. Yeah, get a double kill with quiver. It's like basically no, you can't even ki- kill somebody usually with direct yeah, impact. That is that is kind of crazy. And I don't understand it because in Destiny One it was perfect. You could fire it so far away. Watch it home around a wall almost to hit somebody. There's a there's a shot of you and I playing Trials of First uh, One. You can shoot, like, I think, six quiver shots. I was like 10 feet or five feet from the guy. <laughs> I couldn't hit him. <laughs> and I shot six quiver shots around. The, the, the quiver king, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, but that's they nerfed the auto tracking. Make quiver great again. Uh, oh that's, my my, that's my, that's my, I wanted to say that for the last year, make it great. But, uh, Spectral Blades Lord. and Blade Barrage are both really good for the Oh, Blade Barrage is excellent. And all the exotics that go along with them that give you extra super, like, um, uh, Shards of Galenar and then what's the other one? Uh, the vest. the vest. Yeah, the vest there. Is that the one for, uh, for, uh, for Spectral Blades? Yeah, dude. Oh my god. I yeah, can't tell you. Good. I've been playing a lot of PvP lately. I can't tell you how broken that super is (laughs) but but that's what i mean finally though because hunters typically haven't had like a super op super where it's like long-standing traversal and then you can just kill everybody it's Mm -hmm. always been oh you're a hunter so you gotta run away yeah exactly (laughs) you'll melee the guy it won't connect and then he'll kill you so finally 
like I agree with you, it is an overpowered super, but at least it feels in line with like Nova Warp and some of these other supers. Nova Warp also feels broken. So, so here's my question for you, Stephen: mm-hmm. Are we about to get some Warlock love, or are you going to pick what A I little. think you're going to pick? <laughs> I like all. I love all three classes. Actually, I don't really. You play this game so much, I don't really know what your main is. My main is my main. hunter. He's a hunter. Okay. My hunter, hunter. My hunter is my favorite. It's my first character slot. <laughs> uh, but I like all three. Um, I love the Warlock for PvE. Okay. Uh, it is really versatile. Like, it has Nova yeah. or Nova Warp. Nova What's Warp it is amazing. Yeah, it's called PvP. Nova Warp. It's amazing in PvP and PvE. Mm-hmm. And then it has uh, the Lightning. I'm blanking. Storm Trance. Storm, Storm yeah. Trance for, for Gambit. Storm Sith Lord to the rest Sith of Lord, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for Gambit. You oh, can Chaos just, Reach. Chaos Reach. That's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah. Thank oh, you. Right. oh, my God. I honestly, Chaos Reach. And it's excellent so in Gambit. I love, Gambit. All right, I'm going to give love for, to all the classes. All right. And it has the well. That's cheap. Arctine with the instrumental skull fort. It's amazing. Yeah. Seneltine, you can... Dude, Sentinel Titan's amazing. Dude, yes. Sentinel with Titan big with Ursa Furiosa. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. You know that big-ass shield? Yeah. yeah. If you go into it, you get like the uh, the void. The, I forgot what it's called. The thing that sticks to you. It sticks to you and it explodes yeah. later. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. it kills someone, you and your teammates get health. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. And then the Sentinel Titan melting point is amazing, obviously. Uh, Ward of Dawn is amazing with the Phoenix Protocol chest. You basically have super constantly. Uh, Stormcaller is amazing. Because yeah. it's yeah. you're roaming and teleporting everywhere, blinking. Yeah, uh, Nova Warp is cool, but Hunter's probably my favorite. I really wow. like. It's I the like jumping, isn't it? I like the I like I like the jump, and something about the rolling is really cool for me. Oh yeah, I like the the movement that they added mm-hmm. in Destiny Two. They kind of had it near the end of Destiny One. Yeah, with that uh, armor piece that allowed you to roll, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it was basically or, or no, Night they Stalker. just they added Knights. It was Night Stalker. Yeah, Night Stalker yeah. was the only class I could roll. But for a while, I was using a Dragon. Oh my god, what is it called? For what? The, the exotic chess piece for the hunter. It's called Dragon something. I think Dragon mm-hmm. Shadow. But Sounds right. you reload or you can you can use you can do the roll that gives you your melee back. Yes. But it doesn't reload your gun, but with that it reloads your gun too. So you're you're getting the Destiny one roll, but you're reloading your gun too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um but my favorite class is probably the Spectral Blades. Or right because now. they're broken. <laughs> right now. It's, it's very good. Like, I think in one match, I got killed by the same Spectral Blades like three times. I can, yeah. I could be yeah. in a super for like, probably like two minutes. Oh <laughs> and you're totally invisible. Yeah. On radar. Yeah. If you, it's walls. super hard. If you get to, a headshot yeah. when you're, uh, crouched. crouched, you, you turn invisible and you can see through walls. Yeah. Uh, your smoke bomb does damage over time like Destiny 1, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, and the exotic chess piece, the Guishin's vest, it's Korean, so. <laughs> Let's go. Nice. Let's it's got the Korean logo. So yeah. here's the thing. Do you yeah. think the whole like Spectral Blades things makes you in totally invisible on radar? Is that OP? Because I think that's the most OP part. No, it does because it doesn't make you totally invisible. You're this, no, you're this purplish. You can see a you can no, sort of on radar. radar. On oh, radar. Sorry, on radar. Uh yeah, but it's one of those things again where it's like it is a super. Like for all the traversal things that you guys have, like Titan and Warlock, because think about it. Titan can go so fast, so can Warlock. Hunters are never been there's a character that should go the fastest but no but no other there's nothing else in the game that makes anyone invisible on radar but that's great because it's the one thing that we actually have as a beneficial like hey i can dodge and then maybe you guys will all do a pool of radiance think- or a shield and save yourselves <laughs> you don't like, think it's enough to be like ultra durable and like 
near invisible to the eye and super fast and able to stay in the super for like two minutes. You don't think that's enough? <laughs> Finally. Thank you, Bungie. Yeah. I mean, we, after like a year. Exactly. Of we were nerfed into the ground. Oh, well, look, he does a little too. twirl. Yeah, I'll shoot him. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> like, I'm a hammer titan. I was, uh, I, I heard someone spectral blade and I knew it was right next to me. It was like right behind me. Finally, so I, you're so afraid. I, so I counter super and I'm like, I'm going to throw and I hit him with three hammers as he's running at me yeah. and he just like shrugs yeah, it off. Spectral, it kills a spectral me. can survive a, a hammer good. and yeah. a nova warp. Yeah. But if see, it intense. feels good though, finally, because that chitin sound, when you heard it in Destiny 1, you ran. Now in Destiny 2, you hear that spectral blade sound, you're like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> Alright, well here I am. Bungie, the next thing you should do for Hammer Titans, make us invisible too. <laughs> and take us off radar. <laughs> throw invisible hammers, you can't see me, I'm not on the radar. Invisible <laughs> hammers. Balance. Hey then, we the want to start throwing fine. our spectral blades at people. Yeah, hey man, if I'm invisible, I can do that, that's what I'll do. Just even it out? Yeah, just, even out the that's uh, balance, right? Uh, what's yours? What's yours? Is it Titan? Mine was there? Titan, yeah. and uh, that is that is all of our favorite uh, character types <laughs> in Destiny 2. Last, what is yours? Last thing. Yeah. Was it, and I, I always need to do this because I would guess that it is, I always feel like it correlates with the character that you chose as your lead character for Destiny 1. So what was your first oh, character in Destiny 1? My first one? one was Warlock. Uh, interesting. Okay, yeah. what about you guys? Hunt. Titan. Hunter. Hunter. My first character is Hunter. Uh, the warlock jump, I think, really is the issue, which is that's I the, almost died dude, so many times warlock the glass. <laughs> that's the issue. Worst thing. Yeah, it's, it's not that bad. It's fairly bad. Like, in my mind, looking back, it's and like, I died. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. They created self-res so when you fell off a cliff. You <laughs> they created self-res because of the jump? <laughs> no, it's not that bad. No. One even, quick note, though. It works pretty well. One quick note, though, and I talk to this about sean all the time i want my hunter to look the way i wanted to with the perks i wanted to yeah i got the black armory set i think it's awesome can't use it because none of the roles are the roles i need yeah i need two shock and scavengers i got like auto rifle scavenger why would i need more auto rifle bullets (laughs) yeah like (laughs) why is primary ammo finder a thing like please 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 let me pick my purse, if I have, like, transmog. Has there ever been a situation <laughs> when you're like, I'm out of primary through. ammo. I wish I had primary ammo. Finder. <laughs> 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 I wish I picked up more pulse rifle bullets when I walked over a white block. <laughs> like, let me pick the perks I want. And why are some of the armor... Only mobility. Oh my god. Like, yeah. so many of them are mobility. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What happened to Steven? <laughs> oh, that was my rant. <laughs> it's a good one. It's totally true. Oh. That's everything for this episode, though, you guys. Let us know what your favorite character is in Destiny 2, and hmm. we'll talk about it god, and engage with you in the comments. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining me in yeah. the studio. That's everything for this episode. First episode of 2019 is wrapped. Thank you so much, everybody. Until next time, Guardians Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.